Yeah, so basically, you know, he was, you know, we were home and trying to get the preparations ready. Um, I remember calling around for the funeral home and stuff. Um, what I do remember that day we got home from the hospital, I got a freaking call asking if we would donate his retinas from his eyes. And I was so upset about that because you just lost somebody and they already want a piece of him to donate. And I'm like, no, I just was not in the mood. I was not having it. It was just not the right time, you know, for something like that. You don't, you, you're not ready for that phone call. So I said, no, I'm, you know, we're not doing that. So I hanged up. Um, but yeah, I remember going with my brother and my sisters and my husband. We ended up going to this funeral home um, to talk to them about, you know, wanting to get him, you know, his, 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 uh, his services done there and stuff. Um, so obviously you discuss money, you know, and how much it's going to cost and what we're doing. Um, so we ended up, you know, sitting there and choosing his coffin and figuring out what date to do the, the wake and, you know, his services and stuff and how we wanted it done. And so, um, you know, we ended up going back home and telling my mom and, you know, again, she was not, she was not able to handle any of that. She was just numb and crying and just couldn't deal with it um, so I felt like you know we had to do it so you know we ended up um, it, you know our family our friends his co-workers were so generous they all helped out money-wise um, we had a lot of people help us financially um, you know to pay help pay for his funeral costs and stuff um, and then um, yeah, so we ended up, like I said, choosing his coffin and stuff, the service day. Um, we ended up having the service, I think it was a Thursday night or a Friday night, I don't remember. Um, and the place was so packed. I mean, we had people come in from El Salvador. We had, you know, people that we hadn't seen in years, you know, come see my dad for the last time. Um, I do remember... Um, the day of the service, uh, they had asked, you know, at this at the service place, they had asked if we wanted to dress him. And I remember telling my brother, I said, I do want to dress him. I don't know why I felt the need to do that, but I did. So, of course, we had to dress him up in a nice suit because my dad used to love to dress up. He used to love to just look nice and smell nice. He loved cologne, right? And so... Um, my brother and I ended up dressing him. Um, we put on his one of his great one of his nice suits, and my sister Laura had bought him this brand new cologne that we had never smelled. And we, I, you know, I ended up opening it up and spraying it all over him so he could smell like his cologne, you know. Um, and then that day of the service, that's what he had on his suit and his cologne. He looked he looked great. I mean, it was amazing. He looked like him, you know. I've I've seen other people that pass and they look they don't look like the same person. Uh, maybe it's the cause of death. I'm not sure, but he even looked like he had a smirk in his face. It was the weirdest thing, but he looked at peace and he looked you know he looked great. So um, we did a good job, and so I remember um, you know again the day of the service. You know we he was he looked good uh, for the day and stuff, and everybody came in from all over the place and. Um, 
yeah, so, uh, you know, there was a lot of people that came up to speak about him and just say nice, kind things about him and about his personality and the person, the type of person he was. I remember I went up there and I made, I did a speech and I, you know, I don't, at this, to this day, I don't remember what I said. It was pretty much a blur, you know, for me, but, um, yeah, so I do remember this one coworker of his that went up there and spoke for him or, you know, to say some kind words about him. And I remember him saying, you know, everybody knew when Nelson came into work because you smell his cologne and everybody in the place started laughing. And it was so true. And so, you know, that was my dad. You know, he liked to look nice and he liked to smell nice. So it was just funny to hear that that's what people remember him by too, you know, that he was that he was a nice guy and that, you know, he would give his shirt to anybody, you know, that type of thing. And my dad was very caring, very, very caring over other people. Um, you know, even though he acted like he was a hard ass and, you know, mean at times, but he was, he really was a loving person. Um, and so, yeah, so it was, you know, we had his services and stuff and it was great. Now, uh, I just remember my mom, of course, crying and stuff. And I remember my my younger sister when they were going to close the casket and it was time to go home. She just lost it and she was just crying. Um, the next day we, we buried him. And I all I remember was a lot of people showing up again. And I remember when they were opening the ground to put his, put his coffin in. All I remember was all these... Um, dragonflies everywhere it was just amazing like i've never seen something like that before dragonflies were flying everywhere so ever since that happened i always anytime i see a dragonfly which let me tell you i've seen a lot of them there's been a few times that they just come up and just like stand there and basically look at me and i just think of my dad so i you know i i put those as that's my dad coming to say hi you know, it was just weird the way it came about. But um, yeah, and there's been many a times where I've seen I've seen those dragonflies just come up right next to me, um, or just come land in my hand or something weird like that. And so I I just say that's my dad, you know, and that's how I that's how I feel. But um, so the day that we bury him, you know, we put him in the ground. That was one of the hardest things to do because you know them, you know, at that point in time that that's it, you know, that's it. That's where he's gonna rest, you know. That's where he's gonna be for the rest for the rest of our lives, and so um, yeah. So that's that was that was how my dad um, passed, and that's how he ended up, you know, in the ground. And um, you know, I was I was surprised, and I was so happy to see how many people cared for that man, how many people loved him, how many people showed up, how many people said great things about him. Um, it really made me feel great, you know, about my dad and I love him, you know, and I miss him every day and there's no day that I don't go without him. Um, the saddest thing is that I feel like a lot changed after he passed. Um, you know, the family just wasn't the same anymore. Um, you know, for many years he was, he, he, he was a DJ. Um, he used to love DJing and he would DJ parties all the time. Um family parties, you know, or, or he would be contracted to do weddings and whatever, birthday parties. Um, and that was, he loved doing that. I mean, it was just crazy, but he loved it, you know. Um, 
And so everybody, everybody always talks about him being the DJ. Um, he had a lot of dreams, you know. He wanted to do a lot of things, you know. And um, but that was one of them. And he was able, and I'm glad he was able to do that. Um, but yeah, he touched a lot of lives, you know. And um, like I said, he's been gone. It was 2009. He passed August 2nd. Um, and it's been it's been a few. It's been what 11 years now that he's gone. Uh, this year in July, he would have turned 72 or 73, I should say. So, I mean, he's been gone a while and it just seems like yesterday, you know, um, I just wonder to myself, like, how would he be, you know, with all this technology or this crazy world we live in, you know, so much has changed, you know, and, um, I know I miss him dearly. I know my mom does. My mom, just the other day, we had a conversation, you know, that, if she could go back, you know, she'd rather have him back and put up with his stubbornness and whatever else he 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 was, you know, um, than not be with him. And I could understand that, you know. Um, but, yeah, yeah, he's left a big hole in our lives, you know. Um, we miss him dearly. Um, but, you know, it's just part of life, and we have to be accepting of it, right? Um it's just what happens, and um, we just, you know, we just are never ready for that type of stuff. Now, <clears throat> to me is, you know, it's like, what has grief taught me? You know, it's basically that you are never ready for its arrival. It's something a human heart can't bear, can bear. Um, you just never get over it, but somehow you must move forward. You know, that's basically what happens. Um, you know, what is grief like to me? Yeah, I mean, you could describe it as like a sore, you know, a sore in your arm, a very deep cut that bleeds, and over time it will stop bleeding, but you're always aware that the, that you have a sore, and if you scratch the sore, it will bleed again. You know, so it's like me talking about my father and how he passed, and you know, all that, all those emotions come up, and I just can't control myself, and it's just, it makes me sad, you know. But, you know, that's just grief. Um, you know, and what do you, what do we expect from grief? Um, it's basically a process that will last longer than you expect. Um, you expect intense and changing emotions. We expect to feel physical effects of grief sometimes, even fatigue. Um, expect that you won't feel like yourself for a very long time. You know, the one thing that I that I know, again, is that with with it with his passing um, and me having to do a lot of the work and stuff and being there for my mom as well. I mean, I feel, you know, maybe my siblings don't think that or don't feel that or don't see it as that. But the way I feel is that I had to, you know, be strong. I had to be, the, I had to be strong. I felt like I had to be strong. So I feel like I never had the chance to really grieve, uh, to really sit there and just, you know, feel the pain, feel it. Um, there's been times in the past where, you know, I'll sit there and cry about it, but I don't know. I just, how do I say it? Um, I guess my mom, you know, really went through it. You know, she, you know, she just felt it and, and went through it. You know, to me, I feel like I just never had the chance or the opportunity to just let go of it all and just feel it. Um, and I don't know if I ever will. I just know that I feel, you know, I feel what I feel at times, and I miss him. Like I said, every day I think about him, you know. Um, 
my kids, my kids all miss him. You know, I remember the day that he passed and that we left him at the, at the, at the water park with my in-laws and my sister-in-law. They knew something was going on. They knew, they're not stupid. I mean, kids are not dumb. Um, and I remember exactly uh, when my in-laws dropped them off you know, my brother was st standing outside and he looked very sad and stuff. And then they, they pulled up and they knew something was wrong. And as soon as I told them, um, they all started bawling. Like they, they just knew. And they love my dad. My dad taught my son about soccer, you know. And, uh, you know, my dad was a soccer fanatic and he loved to watch soccer. He loved the World Cup. I mean, this man, he played soccer, you know, uh, growing up and he was in leagues, you know, with adults and, you know, nothing professional, just, just for fun. But he loved the sport. And so, you know, it was something that we all watched and stuff. And, you know, my, my son loves and my kids just, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but my dad was something special, you know, and um, he will always be remembered. And so, again, you know, I wanted to talk about grief and I wanted to talk about this because I felt like a lot of us out there that, you know, might have lost a parent or a family member or a loved one or anything, or even a pet, like I said, um, you know, it's something hard to deal with. You know, it's very difficult. It's, it's something that sometimes you can't just talk to somebody about because that person might not understand because they've never been through it. You know, so sometimes you go through it alone um, and so yeah so I just wanted to to talk about it and basically just um, you know make it a, a, a subject to discuss and and give you a little uh, story behind uh, what I was what I was thinking what I wanted to bring out and explain and talk about so that is that is my story um, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys can relate to it, um, you know. And please, whoever's out there listening, I appreciate you listening. Um, I appreciate you sharing this. I appreciate you talking about it, you know, um, subscribing to my podcast. Um, and I'm just trying to get more topics out there that are relatable or just information out there that can help somebody. Um, yeah, so thanks again for listening. I appreciate you guys. I really do. Um, and again, you know, I will be trying to get more stuff out there. Um, okay, so I will talk to you guys another time. Um, I appreciate you guys. Thanks a lot. <laughs>